0: everybody, to our Sega Saturn Shiro mini-episode, the only podcast that's the smallest podcast in the world. (laughs) On this episode, we're going to be talking to our various new members and asking them a couple questions, like NPR. So I'm going to put on my best NPR voice, and we're going to have a nice discussion. So would you like to kick us off, Dave, and start with the first question?
1: So... Let's start with Chaz. What is your top three favorite Saturn games?
2: Boy, I can I can give you my number one, but there are a few games that will fight for number two and three. They'll beat each other up over it. Number one, as you might imagine, is PDS. Sounds stereotypical, but it is true. And as far as the two and three, uh, the games that could fight for those two spots, um, I think are between uh, what is it? Are between Dragon Force. Battle Garega, Digital Pinball, Necronomicon—those games are going to fight for those top, for those other two slots. And I don't know which which ones uh, which ones to pick and where they go. But those are the games that fight for it. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had a definitive three, but <laughs> I only have a definitive one.
1: Any? Uh, so, so you've got two RPGs there, and then you've got a shoot 'em up. Battle Garriga is a really great choice, by the way. And then you've got Digital Pinball, which is a great game, but I'm just surprised that it's so high up on your list. Any particular reason?
2: A lot of things sold me on it. The the first thing was the physics. You can learn your shots. The physics are not completely random. If you know how to make a shot the first time, you can make it every time to begin with. And it's not not terribly uh, cheap as far as gameplay goes. It's not a lot of center drains or... Or outlane or outlane drains, and it's got it's got a and soundtrack too.
1: John Petrucci, right? Dream Theater.
2: Uh, he did the 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 uh, the epilogue and the prologue. He did not compose in-game music.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right, Isn't right. But yes, that, he, uh, he played with Megadeth as well, right? On their uh, one of their albums.
2: I don't know if he ever played with Megadeth. Uh, uh, you can't quote me on that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. He could have. I mean, he, he did. Let me look. But up. if you if you ever see it, quick fun little trivia: the opening uh, video where you see the monk walking in what appears to be a library or a church, mm-hmm. that is the Boston Public Library in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and the ball lock mechanism on the red Arkham table is modeled after it. Really? Yeah. Really.
0: <laughs> Funny. Awesome. Huh? Also I was mistaken, he did not play
1: Megadeth. Sorry. Dun, dun, dun. So Claire, Claire, what are your three top Saturn games?
3: My top three, I guess I'll get the obvious one out of the way first, is Like Chass, Panzer Dragoon Saga. That game has been such a special experience for me. The whole series has been. But Saga is my very favorite. I'm into RPGs. So that's my number one. My number two would be Panzer Dragons Zwei. Um, very similar stylistically, but of course, Zwei is a shooter. Love these two kind of in conjunction because the art style and overall feel of these two games are so tight. Being two completely different kinds of gameplay experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, my Nights into Dreams, the game that got me into the Saturn.
1: Cool. That's the same game that got me into the Saturn. I think uh, I think a lot of people have that in common. I, I even
2: I even remember seeing an ad for that game went, when the Saturn was still alive. That was one of the more promoted titles in the United States, I, I think.
1: So, so how many? I'm just curious. How many playthroughs have you done on PDS?
3: I honestly, I'm not sure at this point. It's over ten.
1: Okay, so
3: you're, you're actually, deep into
1: that game. God, you guys are making
0: me feel embarrassed. <laughs> I haven't played through it once. You're missing out. You're really oh off. yeah, I know I am. I just don't have the ability to play it yet. You have a copy, right? Yeah. No, I, I don't have the a five hundred dollar copy. Unfortunately. Oh.
1: <laughs> she <laughs> needs to burn you one.
0: Well, I can. I could burn. I mean, I don't know if it's capable with the pseudo Saturn though.
4: It is. In yeah. fact, um, Claire has written a great article about uh, Dragon Saga*. And uh, we discussed, uh, you know, research, uh, testing it out.
0: Would you be able to hook me up with the with the ISOs for that, or the whatever format for a disc? Because I can't find the modded ones for the Pseudo Saturn online.
4: We'll chat.
5: So, Dave Hickman, how about you? What's your top three favorite Saturn games? So, top three. The first one's obviously going to be Shining Force 3. Oh my god, I've played that game so many times. Currently, um, my Saturn is hooked up on my desk, um, next to my computer monitor. I'm in the middle of a deathless run, where I'm not letting literally anybody die. And I was hell bent on making sure that none of the characters, um, or that I get every single bonus character... Fun fact, that's impossible. There are a few characters in Discs 2 and 3 where if you choose one option, you save one of them and the other one dies. Or if you choose the other option, one guy leaves and you can never recruit him. Um, but that's that's my number one. Number two would probably have to be Street Fighter 03 because I love the hell out of Street Fighter. And that the copy on the Saturn is fantastic, especially whenever I can steal K's fight sticks. Who's your man... Um, so normally Ken, but I've been playing around with Chun Li, which has been a lot of fun.
0: Nice, Ken's um, my main too. My friend does Ryu, and we have a we have a dynamic <laughs> yeah. where it's like he's King, I'm Ryu, and like he's still better than me, but I'm I'm cleaning on him. So it's a really cool relationship thing that I I really love. And I nice. love him to death. He's my best friend.
5: I've been playing with my son lately, and sadly, well maybe not so sadly, he's getting better than I am. Um, so I figured at the same time it was time to go ahead and change it up and start learning Chun-Li, and I miraculously started beating him all the time, because he plays too aggressively and doesn't realize when he should block, yep. and since I'm constantly charging anyway, he's like, why are you beating me? because uh, I blocked. Nice. Um, So, yeah, that's my top two. Number three, probably, I mean, honorable mention, um, any of the rest of the Shining series, as well as um, I really did enjoy Nights in Dreams. That was a lot of fun. I did own um, a copy of that when I first got my Saturn. Would probably have to be Mega Man 8. Um, not really the best Mega Man game, but I was so happy to play a quote-unquote new Mega Man game at the point at that point in time, mm-hmm. and I'm a huge fan of the series. It's a lot of fun having the little anime cutscenes in it, even though Mega Man sounds like a complete little girl. That's the best. That's the better version too. <laughs> it is
2: really good. Or maybe I'm gonna stop Dr. Wowie. <laughs> That's now the world is
5: mine. <laughs> My favorite that's
0: thing it. about that is that how it sounds like that he messes up the line and just keeps going right after it.
2: We maybe may have to stop meet Mega man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what well, like I, I'm surprised who is in the recording studio and be like, "Yeah, th- th- that's good. Just push it out." You know X4 almost had the same problem. I can't help but
2: wonder if they just pull people off the street just to get the voices done.
0: My, th- my thinking is that uh, I, I watched this interview for Dreamcast Junkyard about, uh, about the voice of, uh, of Ryo, and he said basically a lot of it's led by Japanese directors that are going for a specific style. So a lot of the leading and directing was that way, so they tell them to speak this or that way, which I thought was really interesting. That, um, and it makes me wonder if maybe the Japanese directors wanted the sound a specific way but they didn't realize that it was not that great a quality of acting. Right.
4: Moving on with our questions, Chaz, this was, uh, well, everyone, but Chaz first. Uh, what is your all-time favorite Saturn memory?
2: My Saturn memory? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, he,
2: uh, David knows the answer to this. That's probably the 100% score on PDS.
1: That would be a pretty good memory.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, and you know what? Here's a, here's a little funny story. I don't know if this counts as an embarrassing moment, but I'll tell you anyway. When I was first going for that, and when I first completed the game and saw the, the result screen, I did not get a whole 100%. It turns out I missed one item box in the valley that I just forgot to open. So I flew back and opened it, finished the game again. There it is, 100. Wow. Great. Just Just a simple item box that I overlooked. Imagine if it was something that would have been lost forever. Oh, my God.
1: I'm just curious. Claire, if you've played over 10 times, have you ever gotten 100%?
3: I have. I don't get it consistently, though. Um, I know if any of you guys have played, there's some weird stuff happening at the Imperial Air Force Base area. There are item boxes that are attached to these ships that you have to shoot down for break target points. And if you sink the ships before you open the item boxes that are attached to them, you miss them. And a lot of my playthroughs have suffered um, 99.4% of the break targets because I messed up at the Imperial Air Force Base.
2: I can elaborate on that. I can help you with that. Okay, Claire, at the Imperial Air Force post, those item boxes that you said that sink when you try to collect some of them, when you're moving your cursor around, looking for targets to uh, to lock in on, move your target cursor around where the item boxes are, where that platform can sink. There's four targets in total in a cluster the item boxes one of them is the platform that sinks if you drag your cursor and have all, you can have all four of them targeted at the same time and hit all of them with your laser you will sink you will sink the platform and you will collect those three items in one shot
3: see i always i tend to pick them off one by one when i go through that area so I guess hitting them all at once would kind of avoid making a mistake there. Yeah,
2: yeah, you absolutely want to get them all at once because you could, by mistake, target the platform when you think you're looking at an item box. But it's it's you, you almost can't tell. So just drag your cursor and get all four targets.
1: Looking forward to that guide that you're putting out. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that live stream that you put. I definitely will be taking full
0: advantage of that once I... Yeah, that's also on. Sorted. That's on
2: disc. That's on disc three as well. So it's going to be a ways away before I get to that. Which is also why I'm eager to keep running the game every Sunday.
0: Cool. Super super sa- super saga Sunday. We got to get to <laughs> what is it, Dave's? Oh wait,
4: Claire, what's your Claire. favorite Saturn memory of the
3: time? Saturn memory was actually the first time that I played Nights into Dreams. Um, I owned a PlayStation and one of my favorite games on that console was a game called jumping flash and it's a little bit obscure it's a first person shooter game and what motivated me about that game was the motion that i felt as i was platforming and i could never find a game that really gave me the same feeling of flying through the air as jumping flash and then i discovered knights and different in terms of gameplay there's a lot of you know stylistic similarities with the bright colors and the feeling of motion when you're flying they played nights i had no idea what i was doing i was so confused um but eventually i figured out what was going on and at that point i was addicted i had to um s rank all the levels and like a week playing hours of nights straight through and it was great for me
0: awesome so uh, what was the name of that game again jumping Jack. Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. Jumping Flash. Nice. I'll have to add that to my okay. playlist. It's a fun yeah, one. Yeah, Claire,
4: you can tell that i played a lot, too.
0: <laughs> Jumping Jack Flash. Alright,
4: no. so uh, Hickman, how about you?
5: So, um, I think probably the, the first and primary one would be literally um, after getting towed home and firing up my brand new Saturn with Shining Force 3 and getting to play that was just fantastic. Like, just being able to Let's put this into perspective. Shining Force 1, mm, two or three months back, I fired up my Genesis, which is also sitting right next to my Saturn. And I played through the entire game using only the main character, collecting every single other character, bringing them into battle once just to kill them, and then beating the entire game with one character. Um, So I wanted to go (laughs) – I'm I'm a little bit obsessed, right? Mm -hmm. So getting to actually play Shining Force 3 – and just experience this, and rotating the camera and seeing the animations in this "quote unquote" you know new 3D style was just was just fantastic. But you know what? I actually have two more that are a little bit more recent that are also pretty cool. If you don't mind,
1: before you do um, though, I just have to ask, how much did you pay for that copy of Shining Force Three back in the day? Any idea? Was it like a sixty dollars game at that time? No, or was no it was already no.
5: reduced. God, it was probably thirty bucks. I think. Oh my okay. word right i think the saturn itself was only like 50 bucks oh my god this this was literally yeah yeah this was literally the last saturn because this was during the downfall this was probably the last 98 oh, 97 yeah 98 <laughs> yeah you could not have timed that better <laughs> wow. no i can I, I would have been so upset if i would have found out years later just freaking out
0: i played yeah. i paid 50 dollars for mine without a box just a controller just a third part, the um, the old, the first US controller and the model 1, 50 dollars just for those two. Oh so man, more lucky. There's yeah.
5: no such thing. And of course, I went ahead and threw out the all of South my packaging controller. because oh, well. I was a dumb teenager. Well, I was, you know, like sure. just seventeen at the time. I'm like sixteen, maybe. We don't need the box. I don't need a box. Yeah. So I just threw all that crap away. Yeah. No. I I'm kicking myself now, but. So what are those runner up? So, runner-ups. This is a few years back. This is after I'd met Kay. I was homesick. Like, I was miserable. Some sort of death flu had been coming around. Uh, If anybody has kids, they know that they're just walking germ factories, so this stuff happens. Um, I'm sitting there just half-dead, barely breathing, laying in bed, feeling like crap. Kay comes over, and I'm like, man, it'd be nice to talk, but I just have no energy. And I hear my wife say, no, he's in the bedroom. Go on in. And I'm thinking... God, I just can't talk to somebody right now. And he brings this box in. He goes, hey, check out what I got finished modding. I don't remember if he just finished modding it or he finished fixing the drive or something, but it was my Saturn. Um, and so we went ahead and managed to get a TV set up right next to the bed, had my Saturn. I'm like, I can play some more Shining Force. <laughs> just nice. the fact that I've met some really cool people and been able to share this, you know, it's not just, not just the console. But I've had a lot of fun with people with this. And mm-hmm. so that was that made my day a hundred percent better. That was that was such a cool thing. Um, and then one last one. Um, I don't know if you, any of you guys have been able to get to the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, but it's a lot of fun if you're ever over in the area. We had this display set up where it was a what is the thing called? K, okay, it's a phone line simulator. Uh, simulator. So we had two Saturns, two uh, fights. The phone line simulator between the two of them, and we were demoing playing these games um, okay. via the uh, the link, right? And we were playing. Um, I'm a terrible person. I can't remember the name of it. Virtual One. There we go you can tell i play mostly rpgs and fighters right i don't it, it, i'm not as into the max um so we had this going and it would fail probably every 20 30 minutes we'd have to reset things and whatever and a lot of people come over like oh man i remember this or this is great or i remember seeing this in their kids or whatever and then this guy came over and he was about our age and he had his kid and his kid was only like four or five and his kid sits down and gets to play with his dad on this game that his dad played and not only was the dad happy about this but the kid was sitting there and actively enjoying a game that was made what, 15 years before he was even born? And they were just totally, totally enthralled with this this cool, you know, it's one of my favorite consoles and a bunch of us here obviously were talking about it, right? But this is this kid who doesn't even know what this thing is, but he's getting to share his dad's childhood memories as his own childhood memories at that point Cool Cool that is cool to
4: see, yeah. Chicken skin right there. All right, so um, our, our funny questions. Um, I want to start off. I know that Dave um, has Hickman has not had a lot of time to listen to our cast, but uh, Chaz and Claire, have you guys been listening for a while? And if so, which of Pat's Shiro intros do you think was the best?
1: Say all of them. That's a silly question. It is a very silly my, question. My favorite is the only podcast that can get you into the node of Skynet. <laughs>
3: I, I uh-huh. like the Christmas one, that was my favorite. Yep, that
1: oh, the the, Chris- that's guaranteed to terrorize your kids on Christmas morn.
0: Awesome. I was, was somebody like somebody like tossing a box at their kids.
2: I'm on, gonna, like, gonna go like with the, set, uh, and- I'm gonna go with the uh, Skynet because I'm a Terminator two fan. Just putting that
4: out there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. And last question. Um, What is your most embarrassing gaming moment? Chaz, go ahead.
2: Most embarrassing gaming moment. Uh, Let's see. Probably the most embarrassing gaming moment I had was when I was playing Street Fighter 2. And uh, I was playing against the computer, of course. And I was playing against Guile. And God forbid, Guile. Uh, you, you know what? I'll just put it out there. I have no respect for people who play keep away. I yes. hate I hate keep away. I have no respect for that. And the computer Guile plays keep away to a T. And that annoys the heck out of me. I'm trying to use clean language here. That irritates the heck out of me because I just want to say, get over here and fight me. Stop running away like a little chicken bleep. <laughs> and I eventually lost my t- lost my temper yanked a controller out of a out of the console threw it across the effing room and j- just made a complete monkey of myself fortunately I was I was in the presence of my own home by myself no one was there to see that nonsense but it was still embarrassing to me because look at me I'm a grown man in my 30s flipping out over a I'm losing that I'm losing to over and over. It's like I have better things to be upset about. but yeah, that's what I did anyway. I lost my temper and turned into an
3: ape. <laughs> <laughs>
4: right. how about you, Claire?
3: Okay, so my probably most embarrassing gaming memory actually has to do with the PlayStation again because that's what I own that was my was kind of belonged to me um so to play a lot of the jam pack demo discs that would be distributed with the PlayStation Underground magazine and um, you know, various other means. And those discs always contained a bunch of import demos. Um, and my favorite at the time, I believe it was on the jam Pass demo disc from the- of 2000, was this cooking simulator called Ore no Ryuri which means i'm the chef in japanese i absolutely loved this game it was super quirky and it implemented analog controls in a really cool way and i kept thinking to myself this was you know the early 2000s i was very young at this time i kept thinking how can i play this game for myself how can i play the full version of this game i started looking things up on the internet and realized that you could burn games for the playstation which was a completely new concept to me um Eleven or twelve year old me decided that I was going to try to do this. <laughs> I went through probably fifteen to twenty blank CDs, <laughs> trying to burn. And whenever I finally got it to work using like a game shark that fit into the um, parallel port on the back of the original PlayStation, yep, I realized that it was one of like the very few games that had. Copy protection, like mod chip detection. Oh no! All this trouble, and I never got to play the game.
0: Bummer. I have to yeah. ship you out my my uh my modded PS PS one. Do you actually still have the disc?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, it. I I didn't know um mod chips back then. It required the stealth mod chip, and at the time, I think that that was fairly um obscure. I really had no idea what I was doing there, and it was a massive failure.
0: I gotcha. How exactly did you get the the Jam Pack anyways?
3: came with the PlayStation Underground magazine. I think that's where I got that one.
0: That's weird. And it it requires you to have a Japanese Saturn to play it? Or a Japanese PS1 to play it?
3: The full version of the game that I was trying to burn. It came with like a demo.
0: Oh, okay.
3: I was trying to get the full version of the game online and burn it.
0: Was that ever released in the U.S.? No. Ah, that's a bummer. Um, it's an awesome story and brings
4: back a lot of memories because long before I was um, really into um, Saturn mod chips and stuff, I mean, I had one modded and did some mod stuff, but I really wasn't deeply involved. Um, I used to be part of uh, Zyanax's domain. I don't know if anyone even remembers them. <laughs> um, but it... Uh, we used to mod those uh, game GameShark carts. And it had, like, ROMs that you could flash those game shark carts with, with Catella uh, or uh, Easy Array. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. wow, that's a blast from my deep, deep
1: past. And now yeah. there's, like, that PSIO thing, right? Yeah. That's shipping it's... out, that uses the same port? It's, it's, the PSIO is pretty good, but I heard it has
0: a, a lot of compa- compatibility issues right
1: now. Mm-hmm.
0: Not so, to mention Hickman. the fact
1: you have to find a, a place right.
0: that.
4: Vaporware, still. So, Hickman, what's your most embarrassing gaming moment besides that horrible day of Super Mario Brothers 1?
5: <laughs> and you mean also besides actually picking up Super, uh, Sonic 3D Blast and hoping it was going to be good? <laughs> um, <Dang. laughs> I am still bitter about that today. Like, I wanted 3D Sonic, and that was... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, so... Here's here's the most embarrassing one, and this happened very recently. This was around uh, Halloween. We did this Extra Life event at work. We were doing video games and board games for 24 hours to raise money for charity, right? And so my son and I, who actually do speedruns of Mega Man 2 on the NES, were going to do a race. And, I mean, I'm not great. I've raced against number uh, what's currently number four number six um and at the highest i was 53rd on the board so you know i'm i'm decent i'm not casual but i'm not fantastic and he's top 100 um so we're sitting here we're getting ready to go i'm thinking all right we're gonna put on a cool show maybe we'll get a few people to donate some money or whatever we get first level of dr wiley's castle so you've got the first eight bots and then you've got wiley's castle that's like you know six levels long the first level. I'd already died twice. I'm already having a terrible game. He's ahead of me by about 30 seconds. I'm feeling pretty crappy about this, but I'm going to do this, right? Because I can't let my kid show me up, and I've got to be able to pull this off. I manage, with lots of people watching, standing right over my shoulder, lots of people watching on the internet, I'm sure it's archived somewhere, to kill the dragon at the end of Wily One and die at the same time. (laughs) Now, this is on my own hardware, my own NES, my own cart, my own cable, my own TV. I'm already playing this badly. I managed to die while killing the boss at the same time, which soft blocks the Nintendo... All I can do at this point is sit back and cheer him on for the next ten minutes or so for him to finish the game, because I can't catch up at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been insane. hard to take. It it kind of sucked, yeah. <laughs> wow. Those uh, fail
2: speed
0: cool. on videos... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I remember I'd be wa- I'd be watching runs on speed demos like like live eighty HEDQ or whatnot, and then the, and then when they get a game over, it's like, oh my god, that that must that must be so emasculating. They're D- like, seriously, guys, I'm I really am good at this game. <laughs> oh, I believe it, because you see the proof on on the screen how great they're doing, but then they get awful RNG and they can't do a thing about it, and, and the game's over.
0: Well, I mean that's that's the name of the game with RNG. I mean, it's it's a dice roll. I mean, like quite literally, it's a dice roll, or more like a roll of the the random function in C, or or the assembly random function.
4: Well, on that note, uh, I want to thank uh, Chaz, Claire, and Hickman for joining us for this mini cast and introducing themselves uh, to our Shuro audience. All. I guess we're up to, what, five members now? Five listeners?
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, it's been fun.
4: Thanks. All right, thank you very much, and good night.
5: Have a
0: great night. You must play Sega Saturn.
3: Do anything we want to
0: There's no way I'd rather be But here with you It's stars about light the way Only for you and I And I'm so glad I found the world That I've been looking for my dreams I'm the one you're hoping for Love can come Through an open
1: door